Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Safe Space. Um, we, I really don't know why I try to think of an introduction every single time. Um, so we're continuing the conversation again about mental health. Uh, I thought last week was a really good conversation the way that we started it. And um, I don't know why I always say um, I really need to get be a better public speaker. So before we get into the conversation, I thought we'd just do a quick check-in. I don't know if anybody has anything specifically they want to talk about, anything that happened, you know, just kind of check in with you guys, especially, you know, it was a, t- it was a tough conversation last week. So is there anything anybody want to bring, wants to bring up, anything that's happened, anything exciting, anything thrilling, life-changing, who knows? And we also need a theme song. I know I say it, oh, is this a theme song? We need to get on him. Anybody? Nothing? Are you texting Isaac to tell me he owns this theme song? <laughs> Isn't he a sucky texter? Yes, he is. He responds like around the dark hours, like 3 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> was he because he's walking in the midnights? He's working out in the midnights, doing homework at midnight. Oh, some people are just function better at night. Vampires. That's all I'm going to say. Vampires. Well, who knows? Maybe he is a vampire. Um, no, because I like literally every time I edit the podcast, I always think that we need a theme song. But since I am not musically inclined, it's just I just feel like it's empty. Who knows? Um, seems like nobody really has any check in. Uh, Zoom people, do you guys have anything you guys want to talk about? Anything? Uh, I don't know. TikTok related? Nelson, <laughs> I don't know yet. Maybe if we, you know, like when we start, maybe I might come up with a TikTok video or remember one. Just so you know, Nielsen, right because now, you talk about TikTok so much, I actually joined TikTok. You joined? <laughs> you actually joined it? I actually you- joined it. I have not ventured into TikTok yet because I'm afraid. I'm scared because I might get addicted to it, but I actually joined it because you talked about it so much. It's a really good app, but it has a lot of flaws and stuff. Like, you know, it's supposed to be a kid app, but some people. And how weird was it? How weird was TikTok? I haven't. No, I literally just I, I went as far as just joining. I actually didn't venture into it yet. That's like the only step I made, like actually creating an account. Maybe step two is actually going into TikTok. But, you know, baby steps, guys, baby steps. Um, so I thought in the beginning, the way we, we should start this conversation um, about mental health is, you know, mental health thinks, mental health affects us all in different ways. So I know we're all here for different reasons. So I thought about how has mental health, you know, whether it's mental health illness or just mental health in general, how, why has it brought you to this discussion? Why are you here? So I want you guys to think about that for a second. Think about it. Why do you think, I know some of you guys come here religiously, you know, Nielsen, we found out has been joining us for a while now. I wonder if he's figured out how many weeks by now. Have you figured it out, Nielsen? No, I gave up. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, that's too much math. But I know some of you guys have religiously joined us every week, but you know, this is a particular sensitive subject. So I wonder if you guys like sit with it for a second and think about 
why this particular subject has brought you here? The reason why this particular subject brought me here is because like mental health, it has a lot to deal with a lot of aspects. And I feel as though that it's important to like, for people to know about these things because some people, a lot of people are not getting the same opportunity as me to learn about mental health, how it affects you in different ways. And I just wanna like reach out to other people about like how mental health can affect you and yeah. ways to um, handle these different situations and everything. So yeah, because me personally, I experienced a lot when I had mental health issues and, and I was able to overcome it with a lot of people's support and people don't have that. So I feel as though this podcast has allowed me to like express all of that and everything. Okay, perfect. Thank you for sharing that. Monica, you're oh, kind of that holding, was, that was really good. you're like, you're holding the mic and you're like, maybe I have something. No, I do have something to say. I would have to like agree with Marcus a lot, especially with the support system. I know people like personally who like struggle with mental illnesses and like, as much as I, I want to say I'm educated on the topic, I feel like there's still like things that I don't quite understand and I would want to like get to know. Per That's awesome. Zoom people, what has brought meant, why mental health in particular has brought you to this discussion. Not everyone because, at once. Yeah, um, because mental health is a, is a big problem for everyone, <laughs> especially next year, since we're going to our senior year, you know, which is our most important where we have to focus on a lot, of, a lot of things, make sure our grades are up, make sure we got colleges, scholarships, and all this other stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, you guys are making a lot of points. A lot of you guys talk about support. You guys talk about how it's affect you personally, talking about education. Um, it's just different. Mental health affects you guys in different ways, which is going to bring me a more few, into what um, I want to talk about. Go ahead, Nielsen. Uh, like, for example, a few ways that mental health issues can, like, like um, have a negative effect on you is because, like, because if you're if because if you have no motivation, like in your mind, you're thinking, oh, there's no point in doing this and stuff like that. You're always thinking negative and you're you have no motivation to do anything that's going to be that's going to like take a toll on your life. And it's going to be a bad that's going to have a bad effect because you're not going to want to do anything. You're not going to want to do, do stuff for the better or to improve yourself. And you're going to let yourself go and then you're going to be at a bad place. And some people, when, they're, when they reach that bad place, they don't have support like Marcus said. Yeah, so that's, that's a. Yeah, no, you're right. You're very, very right. Um, so thank you guys. I really appreciate everybody sharing like what brought you to here. Um, so last week we talked about stigma and does anybody, I don't know if anybody actually, and we talked about language too, because one of the things that I remembered what was interesting Um was the way we describe mental health, right? Like someone with mental health illness is like, you know, we use the words like crazy, um, psychotic, stupid. Um, but then we describe somebody with cancer, we describe them uh, suffering, pain, things like that. You know, we, but they're somebody with actual, you know, they're both suffering physically, genetically, you know, we talked about language. Um, does anybody, I don't know if anybody remembers that conversation we had, and I don't know if it's, you know, 
I don't know if anybody still thinks about that conversation, wants to recap a little bit about, about that conversation. Has it, a, you know, is there anything more you thought about after we were done? Anything like that? I saw like something on like TikTok. Ah, yes, TikTok. <laughs> and they were talking about like, it was like, I guess like some people doing like a trend with the song, but like the song was to deal with like mental health issues and things. And they were kind of having their play with it and just relating it to like things that just didn't have anything to do with it. And like, okay. they did get bashed for it because it was just like wrong to do something like that when you don't understand the lyrics of songs. And songs like tell stories as we all Very know. True. So to use a song that like, talks about that in like a weird way it's just like rude to people who actually suffer yeah it's true you know we um I don't think we what's the how I want to say it is that we we don't normalize it enough we don't normalize the conversation enough right um which is I think which is going to lead to today's discussion you know we talked about stigma we talked about so I want to talk about us in general. So why do you think it's so difficult to talk about mental health? I mean, we talked about how social media glorifies it, but, but. Oh, uh, I can take this one. Oh, uh, Nielsen, go ahead. Okay. It's difficult for people to talk about their mental illness because um, they are afraid that they will get judged or um, ridiculed. Cause like nowadays, um, if you express yourself, people often laugh at you or, make fun of you because they, they they never try to accept you or who you are they just um make fun of you and do all this and that which is why people don't often express themselves or talk about themselves me personally <laughs> you personally like you don't discuss it or you make fun of people i don't talk about myself <laughs> oh, okay got it okay anybody else um for me for yeah me, like, oh, yeah you go can ahead, go Mark. and then we'll let marcus go all right, so basically people don't express themselves with it so much is because they're trying to stay strong by themselves. You know, they want to fix it themselves. It's not until they reach their breaking point. Maybe they'll ask for help, but most of the time they just try like to do it themselves and try to be strong themselves because they think it's their business and no one else. And um, sometimes that can be bad for your health because like if you don't, if you don't want anyone to help you, like, because me, I love, I love helping people, but the, the second I'm in, I have a problem. I don't like, people helping me I just do work on it myself and that's a bad habit of mine I don't it's just hard to overcome because like hard to asking people for help and stuff like that yeah well so I understand what Hentel said um I'm also going to add on to what Hentel talked about like doing things on their own some cases like the reason why they don't express like their mental health issues due to the fact that like they're the place where they live at gives those standards like oh you should not be having friends you don't need them. You don't need people to support you. And that gives them the mindset that they have to take every boundary and everything that they have in life and deal with it, hold those different feelings onto themselves. Another reason why is because, like I stated before, not having that support that they need in order to deal with it or not even having the knowledge to do so. So that's the reason why I believe that um, people don't really like discuss more about their mental health it's just because like you said um like when we deal with mental health issues not a norm so people don't like really discuss about it much because people are not used to like really discussing on it on a day-to-day -day basis so yeah 
Yeah. yeah um, we normalize a lot of bad things or a lot of bad habits of that humans have, but we don't normalize people expressing themselves and asking for help, which right. is weird. Go ahead, Jonathan. And then I look, Monica, you look like you're going to say something. And like, um, like Marcus said, like sometimes your like family and the place you live in, they don't want to, like, they don't want you to express yourself to other people. But then sometimes that's, um, but then sometimes that's the reason why you don't express it either because you can't express it to your family, then you can't express it to anyone else. Yeah. I was going to say, especially with what Marcus said about expression, I feel like expression comes in different ways. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're like limited depending on like our community or the people who surround us. It's kind of hard to show what we feel or like, you know, how we're feeling or how we want to even help ourselves. Because sometimes some of them, like, some people do know how they want help, but they don't have the people there to, like, you know, allow them to even get themselves help. Yeah. Help is a big yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, some of these problems stem from, like, home and stuff like that. Because some people, they express, they, they, express, like, they express themselves to their parents and hoping that their parents will accept them and try to help them out. And then, like, their parents neglect them or do stuff like that or they don't accept them for who they are and then they feel like if they can't tell their parents about them and who they want to be and with their problems and issues why why should they tell another person like a friend because like what's the difference my own parent don't accept me so why would anyone want anyone else do you know what i mean mm-hmm. another thing that like we sh- people should take into consideration is that like in different communities people are viewed differently so if you meet someone from a different community, they're going to have that viewpoint of you being like, I guess, typically something else that you're not really are because of the fact that so many people influence you that that person is that type of way, which yeah. not, doesn't allow you to like really express anything because you feel as though you can't trust that person just because of like that person's background in their community. Yeah. Yeah, stereotypes are really annoying because it puts like a bad um label on a certain type of group and then because like when, when, if a group have a bad label and stuff like that you you judging them before you even meet them so like that and when you actually meet them you're gonna already have that in, in your mind oh a lot of people said they were they were bad or this and that so i'm gonna i'm gonna stay far away from them i don't want to get involved because something bad might happen to me so yeah. it's all about the stereotypes that people push onto other people it's so or true. groups no, you guys are like, I love that this, this conversation, this one prompt, you guys just was like, you guys took it in so many directions. Um, how do we, how do you guys, how do we normalize it though? You know? Um, I think it, ooh, I think it really <laughs> comes like from, I think the first step would be social media since social media is like the biggest platform and most people, you know, have it, especially teenagers and they're like, easily persuadable they're easily you know manipulative like manipulated sorry yeah (laughs) yeah so it's like I feel like if people with power and people with you know people who could say one little thing and other people could like oh look you know I I think this is true as well I feel like if those people actually use their platform for good then Mm -hmm. it would have more exposure to you know other people you can also take a different approach by like say if you have a little group of friends you can like practice discussing your feelings throughout them sure. and then expanding through that and you can also like um how do i give an example here like like monica said about like social media you can influence them through social media and everything and just giving the knowledge to other people yeah 
Yeah, I was going to say, Amanda, you've been very strangely quiet. I don't like how you said strangely like that. Like last episode, you had a lot to say. Mm. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Well, I was gonna say. So what I was gonna say is that I think, like, remember back in the like early 2000s, and like you know how Nickelodeon it wouldn't um like you wouldn't have any shows when you click on a thing during the summer. It would say like go outside, you know, yeah, Sunday outside. So you weren't allowed to you know watch any Nickelodeon shows on any um channel. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of daytime TV, you're saying? Yeah, there was there seems like a break for kids to go outside and enjoy the sun in the air for the whole day. I feel like that's a lot of things that people should do with social media because a lot of people feel like they need validations from others and strangers to a part of your life. And I really feel that also knowing your worth and knowing yourself can play a big part in solving a lot of illnesses and helping to improve your mental physical and emotional state mm-hmm. meditation or whatever you're into and just being by yourself and knowing who you are can help so whenever you're in those situations where you feel this state of weakness you can you know what to do because you know yourself yeah so sometimes you know you just need to take a break off your phone or social media and just really get in tune with yourself and to really stay with the ones that are close to you. Yeah. To talk to them. And if there's something stronger than that, then go to your therapist. True. But social media, internet, and try to find answers, validation, um, trying to find someone who's like you on social media is not going to help. Because you're going to have, you're going to think too much into it. So I feel like social media because you and yourself is the only person who can really and truly help you go through a lot of stuff. You can break yourself and you can fix yourself. Mm-hmm. And with social media, we don't feel that power of self. We feel like everyone else is controlling you. Followers, likes, comments. Mm-hmm. All that stuff doesn't matter. It doesn't, it's not in your soul. It's not going to be with you like years from now. It's not going to help you become in any other type of way unless you're an influencer. But still. Mm-hmm. when you're by yourself with yourself you know yourself when you're with your friends by your friends you know how to cope you know how to solve and that's something that no app because tiktok instagram snapchat twitter facebook myspace for the old heads literally, i myspace is my time <laughs> literally it's just a bunch of zeros and ones and zeros and ones and people behind laptops that you don't even know. You can be talking to an 86 year old Palestine man posing as a 16 year old white girl from Cali. Mm-hmm. When face to face, those real things and sun, those are proven by science and by a lot of religions and stuff. It is just a whole. Okay, moral of the story don't use social media. <laughs> don't use social media. Oh, yeah. So, well, use the forces for good if you are. Because I know Instagram had this like update where they no longer show views unless like you actually go out to see how many people like viewed your story. And especially they no longer show likes, so you could turn it off, but you could post comfortably. Yeah, so I have that. Just because like I know at one point in my life I was kind of obsessing over, you know, if I post this picture, who's gonna like it? Like is this somebody I actually want to like or just random people liking it? And I feel like that really plays a part, especially with like 
um, when we follow like people who post their bodies and things and we tend to compare ourselves to them like if we if like they turn off those likes and we turn off ours then we won't really know who's liking it and like you could feel kind of more comfortable posting yourself it, it takes away that um what is it like that compare like you're yeah, yeah like you're comparing yourself you no longer really have to because like your life doesn't really matter and it doesn't show anymore that's true hmm. interesting i like that Jonathan, you look like you were going to say something at one point. All right. When do you remember? Go ahead. Oh, God. I'm stuck in my throat. Okay. Um, I feel like people should stop worrying about social media and they should really start worrying about food. Like, what's the next thing you're going to eat? What snacks do you like? No, focus on things that are really important. But social media doesn't play a part in your life. Like, try to focus on something simple, something fun. Well, sometimes social media is important to certain people, though. You know what social media told me? Social media told me I was fat because I like Burger King. And apparently, Burger King's only for fat people and disgusting people. Then we're all fat. <laughs> Burger King um. and Wendy's apparently for people who are disgusting. And then McDonald's is for, like, queens and kings and pampered people. Like, I'm not going to tell an app, no, because a lot, like, a lot of posts and a lot of people, like, to judge other people based off opinions and preferences. Yeah. Like, I told someone literally drop their whole address, phone number, and everything, mm-hmm. because they wanted to fight someone after having, like, a small argument about the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Well, people can get silly on social media. Uh, Nielsen, you look like you're gonna say something. Yeah, social media should should be used to like spread information, um, yeah. help the business, and do all of these other stuff. But nowadays, people just love posting for others, other people validation and stuff like that. They don't post people. I'm not saying not. I'm not saying everyone, but some people post for other people's va- validation or like their likes, and they want people to comment and do all of this stuff. They want people to like their video and tell them they're pretty or tell them they look good or they're cool and stuff like that. People don't often post for themselves mm. like like oh look, look at look guys i was skating today <laughs> it was a lot of fun like anybody trying to skate with me like something like that that's cool right <laughs> um, right like that's cool you just you're having fun and you're just showing the world but you don't you don't care about what other people are saying you just you just want to show everyone you're having fun but people just want to they just they just care about the likes and um the attention that's yeah basically. I mean, imagine if we we did change social media more into a positivity thing. You know, yeah, we we they make social it. media for a positive thing, but people changed it, so now yeah. it's hard for it to go back. They make, yeah, social media was support was um used to communicate, hang hang out with friends, help um help um form bonds and like um spread information, all all of this and that. But um people just use it for other stuff, for negative sure, stuff. Sure. They it use it to true. fight people, to um to hate on other people. I don't get why um people hate on other people. Like they just want to see another person downfall. I don't get that. Like why? What what joy do you get in um seeing someone else fail? Because you it makes I mean? us feel less about ourselves, better about ourselves. Yeah, for it's some all reason. about it's yeah. That's insecure. Yeah. Like, you, want, you want everyone else to be to be below you. Because you're insecure about yourself. If you if you loved yourself, you you wouldn't care about other people. You would be you would know. Oh, no one can compare to me because I know I'm the best. You know what I mean? Right. So and then so how do we we got to just drop something. Um, excuse me, as I drop things all over the place. Um, so creating support systems. 
is what it sounds like a lot of people need. Um, so how do we, so think, think about our communities because community does play a part into mental health, right? So think, let's think about our community. Is there, does it promote healthy, uh, healthy mental health or negative mental health? I don't know. Yeah. That's a matter of an opinion. Yeah, you can't really tell because, like, even though we do support mental health because there is a lot of mental health organizations which deals with that. But at the same time, we have people who don't support it. Is it, but is it affordable? No, it's not to most people yeah. unless you have insurance. Right, and a lot of people have insurance, right? So is our communities, is it supporting its people? Now think about your community because I don't live here. So I know my community doesn't have um, available uh, to you. It's, to, what it, I don't know what the word is. I'm having a brain fart, but it's like to its townspeople. It doesn't have like open resources. It, very limited free resources. So I want you guys to think about that. Heads up wanted to say something. He texted something in the chat. Uh, heads up, go ahead. Unmute, Heads up. Yeah, I said that like it's both because there are people who are willing to help in the community while there are those who cannot really be sure. Okay, so yeah, so let's not nah, argue why he muted. <laughs> Yeah, he said it's good. Good. I mean, he's willing to help and others that are not. So do you th think that if we had more support from our community, more resources, what direction do you think everyone would be in? I would say that support wasn't a thing, but it's our community coming together. Because I will say that I don't think community is really disorganized as a bunch because there's not really much thing that we can do. Even if they give us a lot of support, if there's no one to like, like there's not a lot of people coming to say, where should we use this support? At? Where should we get? It's not going to go anywhere. It's just going to go to waste. Okay. So you don't think, you don't think if there's, just make sure I, I understand that you don't think if there's more resources, you don't, you think it's just, it, not a lot of people are going to utilize it. Oh, no, it's not, it's not that. It's just like, if, if there's more resources, the resources are going, like, it's not going to be used for like, for a good thing or the thing that it needs for, because like the community is very disorganized. That's why, that's why I said we need like, instead of more resources, we need more organized people and people who can come together, organize it. And after that, you know, then we can get them more supply. That way, they can just, send it to where it, to where it needs it. I looked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure you said that. Okay, well, I what you call I disagree. I disagree. Okay. I disagree. Why do you disagree, Nielsen? Uh, I disagree. Honestly, like I agree with Hensel to some extent, but I disagree because like everyone wants support. That's what like I'm pretty sure everyone wants someone that can support them with anything they're doing, right? I'm pretty sure, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, so like, if, because I feel like um, a lot of people want to do change, like they want to do good stuff 
and help change the community, but they don't have what they miss. What they're missing is support. It's stuff like if everyone came together and supported the good people that wanted to change, like on um, the community, it would go. It would be a positive change. That's what I think, basically. Okay. With the more with the more supplies, like with more supplies, it could go a farther way. Because they they now they have the materials, the they have everything they need, and they have support. Yeah, <laughs> but if they, yeah, but if they get the material and there's no one to able to distribute the material correctly, then those materials are not gonna is gonna go to waste. That's yeah. why I say we need more people to be organized so they can be able to be like, you know what? Yeah, yeah this, what this let's give it to these people. But that's um that's assuming that everyone is not organized or but but I'm pretty sure a lot of great people are organized in this community and they can help. I mean, like, this is why we have it. Target. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure we have like say... one or two. Go, All right. Go let's let, let's let Monica chime in. I'd like to say, I think it's really more of like uh, the people who kind of control Irvington as a whole. Because I remember like in freshman year, there used to be like events that would be like hosted. I know sometimes they would have like, I know, um, what was it during like October ish um for like Halloween there was like they'd be giving out candy to oh yeah kids and stuff like that yeah like they'll do seasonal things and I feel like people who are going through a rough time and going through things when they have events like that in your town it kind of makes you like okay I want to go now like I want to like go with my friends and I feel like just one little event can actually really change someone's life like they'll sure. be like thinking about it over and over you know how much fun they had and things like that I mean, think about, we do, the bridge does Oasis every, every um, month. Last year, didn't we have that event um, on Civic Square? It was, it was something to do for, um, it was like something to do with like sex health, like there was a little van where you can get tested. I don't, I wasn't, I wasn't involved in that. Yeah, you can get tested for STD and then there was. Oh, yeah. like stations and I stuff. remember. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um, there were like different stations, and then like, weren't y'all like dancing at the end? Yeah, there yeah. was there was a DJ, there was some music, and yeah. then we were learning about. They had you like know, prizes and everything, and we, like yeah, we were like my sex health, and then they oh, yeah. they're giving like condoms, and then they were yeah. throwing lube, and then yeah, in yeah. our station, like the one that we did at the bridge, we were um doing alcohol at the goggles. You yeah. know? Oh, yeah. that's cool. I did that in high school. To- they had to walk down the line with those goggles on to yeah. see how. And then they had to throw the ball into like a bucket to see if they can hit it inside. Wow. What I had to do in high school, they made us drive golf golf carts. Oh my God. I crashed mine. <laughs> Not gonna lie. So those, those were really fun, and I, it was um because it was a nice day outside. It was hot, like Monica said. I do agree because you know a nice day to go outside, you know, to have fun, and also learning lessons. It's also you know pretty good thing. So I so it's a, definitely a mixed bag of what I'm hearing of community resources. Some of y'all think it's good. Some of y'all think people are not going to take advantage of it. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, majority good. Yeah, majority good. Majority good. <laughs> <laughs> the the jury is still out on this one. Uh, what? Oh, that yeah. was the, the that Caribbean was really good. Uh, well, so I'm talking fun. about mental health, y'all. That was so fun. Like, you know, the sun and then, like, you know, the, um, the little parade that we had with yeah. all the um, islands and stuff. And all those dances so, and we're all right. So, moving forward, but that sounded Food fun. Was extremely expensive for no reason. Uh, let's talk about 
this is going to be the last topic before we wrap it up. Um, you know, family also has a big impact on what we think too, right? Think about how you guys were raised. What experiences in your life or family inf- informed and how you believed about mental health? Um, for me, I would say it would be like, you have to like get straight A's. Like there was just no B's type situation. And that's really overwhelming. And I've kind of like put myself through that, like all throughout my schooling. And like, I've like only gotten two B's like in my whole high school career. Like, but like when I tell people that they're like, okay, that's so good. But like, they don't understand how much that's That's a lot. That's a lot to keep doing for like months and years. Like, I don't know. I like, I'm happy to a certain extent that they pushed me, but I feel like they could have pushed me a little too far. To, like, keep that's, like, that's a lot of pressure on, yeah, on yeah. someone. Yeah, it is. Marcus? Uh, for me, like, I had to deal with, like, my dad telling me, like, my family telling me I should find a good career and everything. Like, Monica stated, getting straight A's and everything. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, again, a lot of pressure. I mean... <laughs> Think about were you guys raised on like your feelings? Let's talk about, I know in my house, both my parents are off the boat. And when I'd be like, I'm sad. And they're like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Focus on school, focus on your job, focus. I mean, now my parents are more um, assimilated, I guess, into uh, American customs, but like still even now. And I'm like, I have feelings. And they're like, good for you. I mean, they don't even understand my career. They're like, people will come to you and talk about your feelings. Tell them to keep that stuff to themselves. You know? Go ahead. Um, Well, in my family, on my dad's side, not my mom, but on my dad's side of the family, they're like, we're a regular Black Southern family. Okay. So, to me, I think they still have that mindset of, you know, being in serving and no bickering and everything, mm-hmm. because that's how my great-grandma, what well, we call her Big Ma, that's how Big Ma talked, you know, my yeah. grandma who talked, my parents who taught us, and our family, kids are like robots, we're not allowed to form opinions, and we're not allowed to have any complex feelings. Yeah. So on top of that, when I was growing up, the only emotion I was supposed to feel was happy. The only time when I was allowed to be sad was if someone died. Yeah. Or if I got hurt. But yeah. even then it wasn't so long. So that's how I was raised. I was raised to not complain, to be happy with everything that I got, or else then I was you know, a brat. So when I used to tell them, like, you know, I used to try to express my feelings at an early age it'll always get turned down and they'll say that unless you're an adult, you can't have those type of feelings because you're a kid. And right. even now they'll tell me I'm a teenager and they'll tell me, like both of my family will tell me that I don't know what stress is because I'm a teen. Right. And because I'm not an adult, I'm not actually going through stress and my life is super easy. And I understand that, you know, they have stressful lives, you know, having to, especially single parents having to juggle everything by themselves. But I don't think they really have a right to you know, say that just because they experienced this, the teens don't experience that. Right, of course. Yeah. And that's and that's hard for you to process. Yeah, so I was raised and then it was also like the one thing that also made me really mad is that they'll complain about how my grades are dropping, but at the same time, they'll never give me 
room to do homework or to the lab. Yeah. I'll wake up early morning. I come to the stairs, you know, for classes, it's quieter. Every day before that, I have to wake up extremely early, take a shower, I have to walk my dog, I have to tidy up, you know, a lot of the messes. Yeah. And then I got to go to class. Right after class, I have to walk to practice. After practice, like, my legs are gone, so I have to run back home. Right. Walk the dog again. I got to clean up, uh, make some food, order some food, whatever. My mom sent me, like, three different tasks to do. And by the time I hit the couch and, like, do my homework, like, I get so sleepy, I pass up before I can even open my computer. Yeah. But apparently that's... To them, it's not really an excuse as well. I know. I just... This one time, for example, if I'm not oversharing too much, we got um. I'm making really sense. This one time, my mom got into like a really bad accident, which left her like bedridden for a while mm-hmm. after work, and I had to take care of her. So I had to take most of my mom's responsibilities, while also I had to do school responsibilities, and that was during cycle three. And my grades were almost all D's and F's because I was sleeping through class because I didn't really have time to sleep throughout the night yeah and even then i had no excuse and no room to complain right as well so i believe my parents should take it easy on us because they think that they know their children when they don't yeah i understand that yeah go ahead jonathan um i was gonna say that um i mean like parents yeah they they do fast work or all stuff because work and stuff like that but then like when you're a teen when you're like young it's like a lot of complicated stuff way much more than like when you're like an adult because like you pass through like people wanting this trend and you're not following it people wanting you to um dye your hair this color or have a tattoo or like do all this stuff right drugs and all of this so then it just stresses you out because your parents are telling you no don't do this don't do that and then this is what the, the teenage people want right so then it just stresses them out and then makes them want to go into the depression part. And then adults, like, at, they pass this part. So then after they pass this part, they have so much confidence in themselves. Like, people nowadays, they'd be like, oh, my hair's messed up. Like, teenagers, oh, um, oh my nose has a pimple. Let me not go to school. Yeah. It's just, it's oh. just way much more complicated. Yeah, it's a lot. You yeah, guys got this too. Go ahead, Nielsen. Yeah, so me, I used, like, I used to always do my assignments. I used to be on top of my grades and everything. So one day, I brought my report card home. I showed my dad. I had, like, what, two Vs? He was, like, not good enough. That jump pissed me off to the point where I just stopped doing, caring and doing stuff. I just wanted a good job or yeah. good job and proud of you or something like that. But I didn't get that. You didn't get that. That's hard. Because you guys work, you guys work very, very hard, but, you know, it's, it's a lot of pressure. You guys experience a lot of pressure. What about you, Hentoff? Well, for me, um, I know you're baby. I know you're babysitting right now, so yeah. Well, I wouldn't say normally like, like my dad never said like you know good job or anything like that. Usually, I just give him my report card. He looked at it and said, "All right, keep it up or do something like that." The only thing I have a problem with my dad is when he promised to buy me something and then he completely changed his mind. That's the only problem I have with my parents. But, you know, it's... That- when they don't hold, like, when, when they don't keep their word, <laughs> basically. Yeah, basically. It's like you do something, like, they tell you to do and you did it, or even if you did a good job in something, and they promise they will give you something, and when the time comes, they just nag you about it instead of just giving it to you. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
a lot of a lot of kids have that issue where um they would they would get promised a lot of stuff because like there are some kids where um they don't have like their dad is not always home and then the kid the the dad promised that he will be he will come for his birthday or her birthday and on it and he's also like he's outside waiting for the dad or she's outside waiting for the dad and the dad never shows up right there, right there that's a broken promise stuff like that and a lot of parents do that me I always say don't make promises that you can't keep because right. because um, when when you went once you do like once you do you 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 lose like some of the trust that y'all already had it like it breaks a little bit because like you trusted them don't keep their word and they betrayed you basically yeah and that's that's hard that's hard to, that's a hard thing to swallow and that's something you guys shouldn't have to swallow you know, you guys go through a lot. It's a lot of pressure, especially at your age. And people don't give you guys a lot of credit for. And it can be very lonely. And that's not fair. And I want to thank you guys all for sharing, you know, parts of yourselves today. It's, it's not easy, you know, exposing parts of your story and sharing things, especially, you know, um, so openly. So thank you guys for that. Um, so we're going to wrap this episode up. Um, this is part two of mental health awareness. Um, next week is going to be, I think the last part, because it's the end of May. Who knows? I'm losing track of my life. Who, For all I know, it's going to be June. I, I have no idea. But, uh, but we'll finish up this conversation on mental health. Marcus, you look like you were ready to say something. Oh, I'm just waiting for last minute. Oh, you're ready for my last minute thoughts. Okay, so uh, we're going to just end this episode on some last minute thoughts. Um, anybody that wants to go, just, you know, not everybody has to go today, but, you know, it's, it, this was a heavy episode and I want to thank everybody for sharing their thoughts. So Marcus, why don't you just end this up with some last minute thoughts on the, on the topic? Uh, my last minute thoughts are thank you for listening and everything. And just remember to always be yourself. Don't let anyone criticize you just because you do things a certain way. Always think positive. And if if you have a mental, if you have something mentally that you have to deal with, always try to find that support person that in your life, everyone wants to, there's always a person out there that will have that support for you and wants to give you that support. So keep that in mind. It's awesome. Thank you. I think also surround yourself with people who really care about you is really important. And I feel like when you do that, you'll see some type of difference even within yourself. That's awesome. Thank you. Anybody else want to end with the last minute thought? Not everybody has to go. Meditation, relaxation, and focusing on yourself is the best medicine whatsoever. And always remember that you will always be by yourself. So you should be your best friend, your partner in crime, and your ride or die. And should never seek satisfaction from anybody else. Only seek satisfaction from yourself. Make your own expectations. Make your own limits. Set your own boundaries. And love yourself your strengths and your flaws nice thank you anybody going once okay oh. um next week i got y'all with a tiktok video <laughs> at the end of the podcast that's when i finally thought of one all right awesome thank you nielsen
Well yes. said, Amanda and Monica. Well said. <laughs> well said. Well said. Um, so I'm just going to end with, you know, uh, something that Amanda said that um, about self-love. You know, take self-care and self-love doesn't mean that you are, um, that you're self-centered at all. Self-love is so important and taking care of yourself more than ever is so important. Uh, I think more than ever, we need to be kind to each other. This world is scary and we need each other. So I want to thank everybody for listening to another episode of The Safe Space. You can catch us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, and Spotify. And uh, we'll be in your ears again next week. See you later. Bye. 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 Take care.